1: podcast i'm glenn rubenstein joined by justin labar matt morgan is on his way he has texted me he should be here shortly justin tonight one hour of nxt on the usa network the second hour on the wwe network unopposed AEW aew does not launch wednesday night dynamite until next wednesday what did you think of nxt's second outing on the usa network tonight
0: it wasn't a flop, but there really wasn't any major headline. I mean, obviously there was the whole hook of uh, who's gonna be the partners with Kushida in the main event, which we'll get to. But uh but yeah, there was there was definitely high points and there was there was little things I could pull out, whether it be spots or um production things that I thought were uh were positive. Uh kinda like I think you said it last week, Glenn, um after after last Wednesday. It's kinda like, you know, the soft opening and we're just gonna let, let let's just see. You know, they they did over a million viewers last week um let's see you know, let's see what we have let's see what what is it going to take for us to get to this number um you know, what is it going to take when, when we are opposed so it's kind of you know saving the saving the magic bullets uh, keeping them in the chamber until they need it
1: well i'll tell you next week is going to be a stacked show so much i'm trying to figure out if there's a way can i watch nxt and aew at the same time give them both as much of my full attention as possible because next week we're going to have championship matches for the tag team titles the NXT Championship, and the NXT Women's Championship. Tonight, though, I will posit this theory. Tonight, I thought, was very indicative of how strong an average NXT can be, whereas last week was more about the big show matches. Tonight was about having solid showcases, good bell-to-bell action, colorful uh, characters that you're intrigued to watch. I thought tonight was much more indicative of how great an average NXT show can be.
0: That's a fair point. I mean, they, the pacing was certainly they they, they wasted no time. Uh, they kept the pace going. I felt like um, I felt like I, I felt like there's a lot of a lot of a lot of new characters that I that don't know much of, if I knew anything of. So I, I guess that's good, right? You know, kind of a little bit of a surprise every time somebody's music hits. So, right, who, who are we getting? Is this something? Is this somebody I'm familiar with? Is this somebody I'm not? So yeah, I mean, I, it was a pretty average NXT. Uh, and you're right, but that, but it wasn't by any means, a, a, again, a bad show. I'll, I'll be curious. All the hype going into the first one last week. This is just that weird middle one before we get to the, you know, to the target date of October second. I'll be curious. Can they get uh, equal the viewership they did last week? I, I kind of feel like not.
1: Well, and to Cody Baker's point, it's not about can I watch both at some point. It's about can I watch both live NXT and AEW next <laughs> week? Because this podcast a week from tonight is going live right after AEW and NXT go off the air. Are we going to talk about one? Are we going to talk about both? Are we going to ping pong back and forth? Are we going to have two podcasts?
0: He'll get up. She'll get up. We'll all get up. It'll be anarchy.
1: (laughs) Thank you for the breakfast club (laughs) reference. Finally. Now I have to change the poster. It's only been three years, Justin. We've been doing this. Uh, No, I think I want to see both live because with these championship matches next week, I'm hooked on what NXT is going to be offering. And of course, with AEW launching, what's that going to be? It's the big unknown, the big question mark. It's an get, exciting time in professional wrestling.
0: you got to find a second screen, whether it's a TV, whether it's a, a tablet or something. You're going to you're gonna have to find a way. You're going to you have to do side by side. You're going to you're gonna need like a little uh, 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 control center there in, in, in Rubenstein manner.
1: I've said this before, speaking of the home theater discussion we had last night. What in the heck happened to Picture in Picture? Remember what a revolution Picture in Picture was? I could watch two things at once. And in fact, TVs, uh, maybe 10 years ago, used to have, you could watch side by side on the same screen. We're living in the future, and now, nothing.
0: Yeah, I remember the, I remember in the 90s having the Picture in Picture of my parents. I was watching the Monday Night Wars, and you can. My, I don't know about everybody's, but mine was not only you could hit the, the, the PIP button, uh, and control the channels of the ones on the PIP, but you you actually could move the box of the PIP all Absolutely. around. So that was great,
1: you know. You could switch back and forth. It was fantastic. Uh, the Death of Picture in Picture. Look forward to a special Wrestling Inc. edition of the podcast where we cover that extensively. Two hours. We're going to have some home theater experts on, talk about fans of Picture in Picture. it will be a complete retrospective on the feature. But tonight, back to NXT, Um, I will tell you this, and I'm going to say this is the... Oh, Matt's here. I'll, uh... Matt, I was just about to say something super dorky and super nerdy, and I was like, I'm going to get this out of the way before Matt Morgan comes along and doesn't give me a hard time about it. But let me posit this theory. First off, Matt, what did you think of NXT tonight? I loved it. You didn't? No. In fact, I think it was great, better than last week, because tonight showcased how without doing the big match feel, Mm -hmm. they're able to put on an incredibly solid, diverse show from start to finish get you invested introduce you to new characters show you different wrestling than what you see on the main roster I thought tonight was better because this is what you tune in for every week and it's not so much here's a superstar here's a superstar tonight they went a little bit deep and I think that is more of a hook for new viewers
2: it definitely is we watch it for something different I I always have right that and seeing who the next big the next next big thing is going to be but um once that, wears welcome, once that wears its welcome out with me, it's the style of wrestling yeah, and the style of the show and the pacing of the show that I look for, and it always leaves me wanting more, usually.
1: Well, so to make the geeky comparison to comic books, oh, to me, boy. it reminds me of what I loved about comic books as a kid. Matt, I don't know if you ever read the X-Men books or Shera issue or two. Was it Shira?
2: What was Shira was a book? cartoon.
1: Shira was a cartoon. I'm talking about the X-Men. Also a cartoon, but a comic. Mm -hmm. So in the X-Men, you had Wolverine. Everybody freaking loves Wolverine. Wolverine is everywhere. Wolverine has his own series. No shortage of Wolverine. But here's what I loved about the X-Men. You had characters like Nightcrawler. You had characters like Iceman or Beast or Angel. It went deep. And so what I loved about the X-Men is you could have Everybody who loves the X-Men, but everybody's reading it because we have different favorite characters that we're reading it for. And with NXT, that's what it reminds me of. It's not saying, Mm -hmm. here's Batman, here's Superman, here's Spider-Man and Captain America. No, they have a deep roster of characters that you're going to be intrigued by and get into.
2: Even on the highest level, what do you think all the movies are lately? Yeah. All the the main event acts are now having to combine forces in these movies, these Marvel and DC movies, because – people want more. They want more diversity between who they get to cheer for and who their favorites are and things of that nature. Right. That's not a geeky comparison, actually.
1: Oh, well there for once.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No.
1: So I thought tonight was really, really awesome. Uh, Starting off. uh, We saw the undisputed era briefly at the beginning, holding all the titles, but then Keith Lee uh, versus Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, Matt, what did you think of this man?
2: He's good. He, he's good. He's good. He reminds me of what I wish they would let me do when I was in developmental, oh. when I was in OVW and I get my job threatened if I did a shooting star press and practice and things like that. <laughs> um they they let them go, they let the big guys go. If they're athletic, they let them be athletic. Which I told you I used to fight not fight, but I used to make this argument to Vince all the time. Hey, basketball is moving forward. Football, baseball. You have six foot five quarterbacks, are like 280 pounds now. You got Kevin Garnett bringing the ball up the floor, shooting threes from half court. Same with Dirk Nowinski, seven foot one. You have all these guys playing out of position. There is no position anymore. Wrestling is the only sport that's not evolving. Yep. Let me be this giant 2.0. Let me do all these athletic things, you know, not just for the sake of doing them. I'll make them make sense and have psychology to them, you know. And I watched this guy. And I'm like, wow, he is so athletic. He is so gifted. He's good. And for the yeah. people out there that were talking smack about him stepping up and saying something in rebut- uh, rebuttal to, what's his name, Kenny Omega, he has every reason to. He just cr- he said something about their brand, NXT. I give the guy respect for going out there and to trying to defend his brand. Yeah. He doesn't have to be on SmackDown or Raw for that. NXT ain't OVW. It ain't HWA. And it
0: ain't FCW.
1: Yeah. Justin, what did you think of this match?
0: Probably my favorite match uh, of the night, and that's not a knock to any of the other matches. Because I didn't even great- talk about Keith Lee, by the way, who's really good too. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Keith Lee. I mean, the guy's like like three hundred and twenty pounds yeah. or something, and he's doing he's doing Rob Van Dam spinning back kicks and uh, holy crap! Yeah, I mean, and there was so there was so many good matches on the show, but this this might have been my favorite because I kind of like the again, uh, people that watch us know this about me. I, I tend to lean more towards I like the big size. I like that that power struggle and these guys did it but they didn't do it 1985 style where it was bear hugs and test of strength they did With some arms of to the chest in the corner yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i mean that that choke slam on the apron when they went to they go to the first break and and then, oh my god the uh dijakovic doing the what that that the canadian destroyer basically off of the off of the i, I thought that was the end of the match he's like every bit of six five six six right yeah he's legit Come on. yeah yeah so this was uh I, I really, for for my taste, I this was probably my favorite match. Again, loved a lot of the stuff on the show, but this really was a hell of a way to start and captured captured me. I agree, Justin Lopez.
1: Yeah, so I thought this was fantastic, and it what was great about it is a different style the the physicality of both of these men, different fighting styles. Different. This reminded me, and uh, in, in the best way possible, to the first NXT matches that if you go back on the network and watch when it switched from the game show format mm-hmm. when they started doing it, it was like. This is different decidedly than the main roster. I think that this was a great calling their shot and saying this is a different style of fighting than what you're seeing on Raw and SmackDown.
2: Oh my God, especially when they start interblending their UK wrestlers. Yeah. And they get two UK guys in the ring. Do you know what I'm talking about? When they throw that that, that wild card in there too, that is the biggest curveball that I think, honestly, AEW is going to have a hard time answering because they don't have that style on their show yet. Yeah. These UK wrestlers, these British wrestlers that the NXT does have are so much every match they have is 90 percent different than what we see at night in night out and all these wrestling shows including aew i would argue which you know i'm a huge mark for but it's the truth
1: if i'm aew i'm more nervous about tonight's show than i was last week's show because last week i I felt like nxt was trying to be raw or smackdown in terms of having big matches big stars tonight it was showing hey guys this roster is stacked
0: and something else that was great about when you look at the show as a whole, as we're talking about this opening match, is normally traditionally in pro wrestling, but especially WWE, you would start out with you would start out with it with smaller guys, faster pace guys, and you would build to a Keith Lee kind of match like this for your main event. So it's kind of cool that it that it opened, and then they they tra- and then by the time we're done, we got a six man tag that was like you know tag team wrestling one hundred and one with some some great timing. Yeah. Uh, and even you know, Glenn, to your point, you said last week kind of felt like Raw SmackDown a ways, which which you know I think we all agreed. Even something as simple tonight, when they start and they come out of the video package, even something as simple is just uh, following uh, the Undisputed era, and they're standing on that on that on that podium. And they don't they didn't have to cut a promo, they didn't have to do anything that you normally would see. They just all they had to do is just show up, show everybody the other titles. And let the camera then segue down to the commentators. Just a little thing to remind you: Hey, they're here. Hey, they're trying to run this show. Just a simple little pr- product. Just a simple thing. Uh, you didn't. Again, they didn't have to come out for the crowd, to the ring, do a promo, do this whole, do the normal shit. I'm, it was. Pretty- I'm bored with them. Not bored with them, but I've seen <laughs> we've
2: seen so much from them, and this roster has so many more talents that I've heard about or read about. I still want to see.
1: Yeah. Well, next week, the undisputed era might be disputed when for the tag team championship uh uh oh, oh, street profits are getting a rematch another shot at the title and we saw tonight uh matt striker is getting a shot at adam cole's nxt championship matt so matt riddle why did i say matt striker <laughs> i look like wait a minute no it's we've done a lot of podcasts in the last uh seven days uh no matt uh, riddle is getting a shot at adam cole's tag team championship so i think that yeah right now it's uh tag team championship uh, no pardon me nxt champion it's been a long day matt i was oh, up yeah. last night doing mashups
2: I bet it was you a late
1: were. night. <laughs> Getting a shot at the NXT championship. I think next week is make or break for Undisputed Era. To your point, Matt, this is their chance to either pedal to the metal and go all in on these guys and either show us why they're the dominant faction that what? should be the stars of the show.
2: Mm-hmm. What do or, they do or, or
1: what? Or, or take the belts off them and say, you know what? Let's break them up and have them feud with each other.
2: Yeah, because I mean, not trying to be a jerk. I, I like the way they work. I do. It's just, I'm way more intrigued about the other guys on this roster and the other girls on this roster. We, we haven't seen yet. Even they haven't even been on TV yet. They have so many, there's so much depth on this, their roster. That's crazy. And I, I've seen everything. I think I've, I think we could have seen from these guys. Right.
1: Mm. It does seem like they're at that point where if NXT wasn't going to USA, it would be main roster call up or, right?
2: I'd like to see Adam Cole get a legit chance. I don't know if he'll get one. I hope he does. He deserves one.
1: He's got charisma. I just think his look, though, he looks like kid-sized Drew McIntyre.
2: He does. He does. But i like to see guys that put the work in like that. You know what I mean? Get there, just do at least get that chance.
0: Yeah, but he has you, you, Glenn. You say he looks like kid sized Drew McIntyre. The, the 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 charisma that Adam Cole has, the fact that he can get baby Bay over the way he has and his name. I agree. His, I mean, like those are charisma thing, So that but Drew that,
1: McIntyre does not have.
0: Um, I don't want to knock Drew, but yeah, Drew does not have that. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but I think I think the problem is is the other guys, you know, the other guys in Undisputed Era. I think, and this was again touched on last week. They kind of blend in, look similar. They're wearing the same thing. They kind of are similar build. Yeah. Um, you know, where you have all these other we have these other colorful characters that were some of them were getting introduced to week by week that do stand out in their size or or their look or their music or whatever the case may be. So that that kind of harms you know the Undisputed Era and this little unit, the little frat boy unit they're in.
2: And you see why they do it though you see why they paired they paired a lot of them together a lot of um fundamentally sound in the ring guys that can have great matches with everybody the nick yeah. Dinsmore more style of wrestler if you will from my generation of developmental who could who was so good um much better than what they have him be eugene by the way um but he was the consummate great match wrestler right very technically sound we used to call him mr wrestling even yeah anyways like that guy. So to get over the vanilla-ness of that, you could see why they grouped them all together. They can okay, instead of just having a couple of these guys throughout the roster that can have really good matches with everybody. We're going to group them all together and form Voltron. And hopefully as a pack of dogs, maybe they can get over and get over yeah. their height and their, you know, stuff like that. Maybe I don't think it's worked. And I, yeah. hate- I-, I- I'm not trying to crap on him either. I'm just saying I can't get past
1: it a lot of times if this was a fighting game and I was picking the character I wanted to play as yeah. I would literally pick any male talent yeah. I saw tonight on NXT over Adam Cole or any member of undisputed Era. I would play I key want to for be me. Adam
2: Cole because I want to say I'm at you know Adam Cole baby
1: <laughs> that's a special <laughs> move that's where you're fireballing <laughs> yes. and every time he does that
0: yes shout, shout out to kill Bill and Glenn this is good for you if you want if you want to see more <laughs> charisma of Adam Cole this person just reminded uh on the the, the comments there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Adam Cole in the studio a couple years ago uh, as a guest for Chairshot Reality. And he and I did kind of like, it was like we did an impersonation game where we had to pick a name out of a, a hat and then pick a topic. Very, very late night show. Like, and he did some of the most awesome, he did an impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin complaining about a, a high phone bill. I mean his care, his his, <laughs> it, you know his charisma, and we and the, the, we did, we did not plan it. We t- we was There's totally so random. He liked that though. Mark Jindrak was like that. Mark Jindrak yeah. was the most entertaining guy in the locker
2: room you could ever imagine. Go to a nightclub with him, game over. He was so entertaining. But yet yeah, on TV, yeah. um, you, we hear that about Gallows, right? Gallows is the f- best person you could ever go to <laughs> a beer with or do anything with, for that matter. Yeah. He's so damn entertaining, and they find difficult to put them in those predicaments so we could see that side of them for some reason yeah. i don't yeah. trust the creative to put those guys in those elements
1: yeah and was it just me did i miss something this seemed last week and this week exceptionally light on promos of talent talking to the camera and saying this is who i am this is what i'm gonna do this is how i'm gonna make you all believe yeah very I mean, little pov
2: yeah yeah can we put the comments on please Stop okay. hiding them. If they talk shit about us, they do. That's oh, part of the
1: show. Uh, well, of oh, course there's one. Of well, course there's <laughs>
2: one. <laughs> this guy. Ghosts uh, all night, folks. Do you have to individually yeah. pop them up there?
1: I do have to individually uh, pop no, them up I'm sorry. So. I didn't know that. I well, know I have to screen them also. Not that anyone ever gets out of hand. But, you know, our chat room could be kind of salty sometimes, Matt. So let them. So there, him, there,
2: yeah. Prerogative?
1: yeah. When your next campaign, when people are like, here's Matt Morgan on screen and look at the comment below. Brother, here.
2: I, I just got torched tonight over something. I didn't even vote in favor or against a gas station here in our city. We as a commission didn't even get it, we didn't even get to vote yay or nay for it. Yeah. And I was listening to the people just torch me over it. And I'm like, I didn't even get to decide on this. Wow. But that's part of the job. Kind of crazy. Thick skin. Uh what she said doesn't even make sense but go ahead
1: uh dakota kai versus tanara <laughs> conti tonight uh showcase match for dakota kai's return what'd,
2: what'd you, did think? you think of this
1: oh i thought it looked I, awesome
2: it was it surprised yeah. me i was not when this when this was advertised like, you know but uh i liked i liked it a lot
1: yeah everything it needed to be justin dakota what's what's her ceiling is she next to challenge after candice for the nxt women's championship
0: she could be. I mean, there's nothing about there's nothing about it I saw that says I don't know she's not ready. I mean, for the best as I can judge of who's ready and who's not. Uh, and again, it's part of the beauty of where we're at right now. With there's such depth, it's just kind of like uh, I feel like anything's possible. You know, I mean, I like you know we we didn't see or hear anything of Velveteen Dream tonight. I don't think, but like we talked about last week, he lost his title. Surprise, surprise. He could be the next in waiting after Riddle and Cole. Who knows? I mean, this is, I really feel like in Raw or SmackDown, you kind of like. No, it's not possible for that guy to be challenger for this because he, he's just obviously in this level. That level can't cross to this level. NXT, it feels like anything's possible. Yeah, I, if I'm these guys, I'd want st- to. I'd rather stay
2: at NXT if I'm being taken care of. I'm being paid enough, you know, to feed my family, pay for whatever I need to pay for, and save money as well. I wouldn't want to move out on NXT.
1: Especially now, right? I mean, talk about having your cake and eating it too. You're on national television mm-hmm. week in and week out. For two hours on USA. Lack of Velveteen Dream, also a good indicator of what NXT does well. You don't see the same talent every week. This isn't Raw or SmackDown. Although, what I would have given tonight for uh, a segment promo with Dream in the hospital laid up with his knee up. Cutting a promo that he's going to come back and uh, win all the belts. Something.
2: He, he's my obviously my like, original saying this. I get that. But he's by far my favorite character there um, in the whole company uh, right now.
1: No, he's fantastic. So Dakota Kai won that match. And uh, as we mentioned, Keith Lee won the opening match. Then Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane in a street fight. This was the uh, rematch. Yeah, the rematch. And uh, the entire last third of the show was this match. Uh, kendo sticks went all throughout the audience, uh, chairs. It's kind of crazy, but Matt Riddle won, tapped Dane into submission, and Matt Riddle is going to get a shot at uh, Adam Cole's the... title is going
0: Next to week. be good. That yes. is going to be good. And shout out to the person who tweeted I think tweeted to all of us uh, the, the great great observation uh, when Killing Dane came out the opening of his video of his video uh, like almost such resemblance to the uh, 1998 like uh, Warzone uh opening like where they'd have like go back and watch Killing Dane. Go watch it, again. it was just like 1998 Warzone final hour of Monday night Like you know the, the flames and the people Riding and like it, it looked Yeah just a funny observation I didn't even yeah. Catch it I didn't catch it and then I went back and rewind I was like holy, holy shit great observation
1: So Undisputed Era attacked Matt Riddle after this but here's the Question Matt Riddle or Adam Cole Who do you go with next week Riddle Hasn't really lost a lot of matches Or big opportunities
2: He hasn't As, as Who's your
1: champion you're saying? Yeah Who wins next week? Uh, DQ finish, Undisputed Era interferes.
2: Real quick, is, are they going head-to-head with AEW? Uh Yeah, next week. Matt Riddle win title change.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Justin?
0: Pot I'm committed? A, I'm pot committed in more ways than one. Pot and, committed with Matt Riddle. And here's um, the thing. If they try to stalk smack like AEW does,
2: yeah.
0: Matt Riddle will – well think about it. If Matt Riddle, if Matt Riddle wins you can next talk week. Talk some smack, dude. <laughs> if Matt Riddle wins next week, Matt Riddle's your NXT champion, Chris Jericho's your champion on Wednesday nights, look at that <laughs> smack talk. Uh, they've already had a smack they've talk. They've already had it. Yeah. I like and that actually. That's,
1: that's kind of my point. That. You're right. And that's kind of my point. I think Matt Riddle is obnoxious as hell. I think the bro gimmick is played out. Um but, I think
2: it, that just, part is, I agree with you on that.
1: But that being said, he looks like more of a star to me than Adam Cole does.
2: Because he's shredded. Yeah, dude is shredded and looks like an athlete.
1: Well, and I th- I'm sure you guys had this too. When you get to that age, when you're mature enough to when you could say, you know, when you're a kid and a teenager, it's like, oh, I don't like that. Or, oh, that's stupid. You're just sort of down on everything. But you get to an age when you can start to reflect and process things and say, this might not be my thing, but I absolutely see why see it's why popular, or why people definitely. like it. Matt Riddle to me is that way.
2: I was like that for the, with the Ring of Honor wrestlers when I was still wrestling forever. Like, I myself wasn't a fan, right? But I saw why others kind of liked it because they went to the technical wrestling and the story a little bit more of the storytelling, good ring, crazy good ring psychology usually, um, and things like that. Where I grew up as a fan of the entertainment part, the promos, the larger life characters, big muscles, dudes that look like they actually kick somebody's ass in a real fight. You know, people I'd be legit scared of if I saw in a dark alley. You know, that's who I was drawn to. But that doesn't mean there wasn't people out there. As I got older, I'd see like Macho Man that like Ricky Steamboat. That were nothing as the size of Hulk Hogan and Warrior and people like that. You know, so I I learned then like people are going to have different tastes. And then once I retired, that's when I I made this huge switch from not giving a crap about guys with muscles anymore and caring more about the guys that were smaller and did all this crazy stuff that I couldn't do.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, in addition to a possible title change, NXT is doing some marketing next week saying limited commercial interruptions, meaning. Fewer chances to change the channel and see what's no, going I on see that, AEW. Michael, yeah. 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 Damn, yeah, I mean,
0: that's yeah. smart. Yeah, that w- it's, it's real smart. And, and, you know, again, the cheap plug, we'll be, we'll be watching both shows simultaneously here in Pittsburgh at 1311 next week, and we'll be able to watch segment by segment, minute by minute, what's doing what. And uh, that's, that's the gonna-
1: question, Matt. NXT or AEW, which would you go to right now if you had the chance?
0: AEW, and I'm fast-forwarding through
2: NXT.
1: No, no, which would you go through to, to wrestle if you had a chance for either company right now?
2: Ooh. No, don't ask me that. I don't have an answer. His
0: face lit up.
1: NXT, don't you don't an have answer. to travel, buddy. NXT. Oh,
2: then that's the answer, obviously.
1: Could Be home. Oh, imagine that, man. Imagine that's you know your, your your child, your son, is the reason why you didn't come back to wrestling. You did do that brief uh, Impact run, but now you could go to NXT. You could be home every night for dinner, except show nights.
0: Goldberg already did that routine. Came yeah. back to <laughs> come back and wrestle because of his kid, and I'm old. So mine was legit.
1: Actually, Matt, there are guys older than you on the roster. Just saying, you're not, and you're best shape of your life, right? Yeah, best but ring shape. That's true. It's true. Uh, so after that, after this was over with undisputed era attacking Matt Riddle, we switched over to the WWE network, and this match, I understand why it wasn't on the air because it Dakota Kai's match, and they felt they needed time for Riddle versus Dane, but Ray Ripley versus Caden Carter. If I'm someone flipping channels and saw these two come out there, no disrespect to Dakota and her opponent, but this would have had me stop and say, what is this? I do not used to seeing women like this competing in professional uh, combat sports on television.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What do you say to that? You're right.
1: Yeah, I think this should have been on TV tonight. Uh Caden Carter, formerly Lacey Lane. Uh understand why they changed the name. Can't have two Lacys if you're gonna push both of them. Uh Ray Raya Ripley was dominant on this. Man, Raya versus Shayna. Like, that's I a, like I almost want Shayna to lose the title and then just have Raya versus Shayna. No I, stakes, just who's the baddest uh B in all of NXT? Like
2: Shayna, and I don't see her that way. Even though she's a legit badass, UFC fighter in the whole nine, I get it. For me, I don't know what it is. I have a drop off when I watch her. I still think she's playing wrestler. Her noises, her sounds, how she talks trash in there. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I I, I think, honestly, this is the truth. I think the other girls they have are so damn good and the bar is so high that when I watch Shannon, I see so much, I see a lot of holes. Yeah. Then when we go see Joe, um, what's her name? Come on. Um, the blonde girl that joey ryan used to be with oh um the main baby face of the but, company
1: oh uh candice Lorray.
2: thank you and then when i watch her please yeah you would wrestle circles around no Shayna.
1: well we're gonna see we're gonna see next wednesday because yeah. candice is challenging shana for the nxt women's championship because
2: she's a good baby face she's gonna make shana look like a million bucks she is so damn good candice
1: Justin, is Ray Ripley a better version of Shayna's own gimmick?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm, I'll say it. Yes, yeah. I mean, she, uh, she she looks, she just looks and portrays the part better. Yeah, she's more. She, she, I feel like she's gonna kick my ass yeah. more, right? Yeah, dude, because that's what
2: wrestling is. Wrestling's all. I mean, it's only Vince McMahon. Everybody's right. <laughs> it is. It is all this. It is all your facials. And when you're going. And you're doing these corny ass faces playing wrestler, nobody buys it, especially in twenty nineteen. Right? It's them subtleties. And that I like Samoa Joe has the best ones of he believes he's the world's biggest badass. Mind you, overweight man. In any other context, people would make fun of him for being overweight. Not Samoa Joe. Because Samoa Joe makes you believe everything he does kills and he's a legitimate bad you know what. It's the towel. Oh no, it's all here, man.
1: no, uh, no, I think Samoa great, but you're right. I think with Shayna, I wonder if she almost suffers too much. Uh, like Shayna, to me, it seems like what they wanted to do with Ronda. Ronda had her own ideas, which was a problem because Ronda was hard for her to be a badass when she was smiling all the time and clearly such a fan and happy to be there. Shayna right. does a better version of what they wanted Ronda to do.
2: You I feel like she did a good job being a heel there at the end.
1: No, I don't. Th- I don't think she did. I think Shayna does a better version of the legit. Legit, like I could legitimately destroy you. This is fake fighting in real life. I could kill you. Do you know yeah.
0: Shane? Do you know Shane is? She just turned thirty nine. Yeah. What? Yeah. She was born I, in nineteen eighty. I, I, I thought she was a little bit older than what I thought. Now, because I wanted to compare her, her and Ripley to yeah, and, and, and Ripley's twenty two. Is she expect? Does she go to like to practices every day? I'm assuming she's. I don't to, know. I, I know Shane. I mean, I don't know. I I, I know Shane worked some indies in Cleveland across the border here. I don't know if she does practice at the PC. The reason or I'm like. asking that is because to put that wear and tear on your body with what they have the drill, the, the drills they have these yeah. guys and girls do every day at age 39. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Ripley will be. She'll be 23 in October. So earlier. So
1: Ripley just got that it factor. I I'm do. sure Shane is a more skilled fighter, but Rhea Ripley just yes. pops.
0: I'm being serious. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's the truth, though. But maybe I'm wrong. I looked at Wikipedia, and as Matt discussed, his Wikipedia is incorrect. So I'm, I'm Georgia wrong. Tech. Did you guys see that yet? And, <laughs> and- <Nobody laughs> even- they fix it? I don't know. I didn't look at it yet. Let's see. Guys, that- check my Wikipedia.
2: See if it still says Georgia Tech. Something about Georgia Tech football. Yeah. Uh,
1: Georgia. It's not on there. No Georgia Tech.
2: One of you guys took it off. Thank you, guys. I don't know how to take that stuff off. Not you. It great Thanks for the show.
1: Oh. <laughs> now, someone could add in there about how once M- uh, Matt painted his Hulk Hogan action figure, painted no, no, a beard no, on
2: it. Quick, Clint, shut up. I'm a mayor. Stop bullshitting around. I'm going to reach to this frigging screen, and I will choke the life out of you. But for real. Um, <laughs> <listen>. <laughs> That's um, the fire if I wanted if to guys say. Can, if you guys can do me a huge favor while we're talking about it, there's something on there that t- says about I played the character of Abel. No, I did not. It was a creative idea that never came to fruition. It was never.
0: Yeah, it lists lists under your ring names. Abel is one of them. Get it out of there, please. Sadly, Gamora was one. Did you? Did you really play in the Maui Invitational against Duke? Yeah, Ellen Brand.
1: You know, I mean, let's just. Forget NXT, let's just fast. No, go, like go, 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 Uh, actually, there's not that much more to talk about. I mean, we had uh <laughs> Ray Ripley won that match against Caden Carter, Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin took on Matt Martell and Chase Parker. Um they oh, were ever rise. They were built as The name is so bad, I'm now convinced it's brilliant because you can't forget it.
0: Hey, they they remind they remind me a little bit of like uh, a little they, they remind me a little bit like Revival. They have that old school kind of like just like gritty feel to them. So, I mean, I, I'm willing to keep keep seeing them in a tag team such in a tag team environment. I wouldn't kick them off my show. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Some of us say I wouldn't kick her out of bed, Matt. I wouldn't kick them off my show. I can't talk like that, <laughs>
1: Matt. That should be on your next campaign poster. I'm the mayor, and I will choke you.
0: No, I mean I can't have stuff about AZ and figures <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I'm the uh, mayor and I will kick you out of my
1: town hey man if, if Kane can uh battle for the 24/7 championship I, I think No, know, I know I how awesome was that yeah uh Oni orkin and Danny Birch won this match uh but yet ever rise uh got put over pretty uh, big on commentary this this was a good match This went on for a decent sounds, amount of time Sounds like a terrible band name. it It, it, it sounds like a christian band
0: yeah well i don't want to yeah i don't want to get that yeah
1: no i'm just saying that's not pejorative i mean it sounds like you know playing two days in a row
0: you use pejorative you and your thesaurus
1: you know why because i often in my uh day-to-day conversations have to say now i don't mean this in a pejorative way which is like say it's it's a classier way of saying no offense but i'm going to say something that will likely offend yeah, you whatever. um but no uh ever rise could be opening for evanescence and dc talk at the the faith revival this fall
2: i'm i'm horrible i didn't know that evanescence was a christian band
1: that's how they started same with paramore
2: know that. paramore too yeah they're both really good actually
1: i thought we saw i didn't know that I used to have hey man
0: we got the biggest crush on amy from evanescence oh um, everybody yeah
1: hey anyway. I- I'm Jewish. I thought DC Talk, Jesus Freak, that's yeah. like in my top albums, probably in my top 100 albums. <laughs> like that's some good stuff. If you like uh, rock and hip hop mixed together, you know they did yeah. some cool stuff. Uh, so Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch won that match. Uh, Chelsea Green and Diana Peraza were shown in the front row. Now are they a tag team now? Justin? I was
0: happy for Chelsea Green finally getting some damn love.
1: She was on uh, Tough Enough, right? Yeah. She
0: was on Tough Enough. She was also, if you fun fact, if you remember, she actually they cast her to play. Um, this is back when Dan O'Brien was like on the for on his first initial baby face rise. They they casted Chelsea to play like a, a a doctor or somebody that he like made like an advance to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, no Chelsea's Chelsea's good talent. I don't think they're gonna be a tag team necessarily, but um, dude, she
2: pulled off the drunk bride gimmick. That the,
0: I yeah, was- that was oh, that stuff on Impact was tremendous.
2: Well, when they put her in, there, I was like, why are they doing that with her? She's actually really good, and she pulled it off. Yeah, she had to act drunk. Every yes. match, yes. and make it plausible. That's
1: not easy. No.
0: Yes. Jeez.
1: Cameron Grimes versus Raul Mendoza tonight. Cameron Grimes picking up a win. I don't get his gimmick, but I thought uh, Mendoza looked like a powerhouse tonight, even though he lost.
0: Yeah. And they did a good job of getting Mendoza. I mean, because like people were booing when Grimes won. Like I don't know who this Mendoza guy is, but like they got they got the fans behind Mendoza.
1: <sighs> Could you imagine? Mendoza, this is a good example of being able to stay in NXT because for every Andrade, mm-hmm. there's uh, the Lucha House Party. So given him that they talk about him being a luchador, I'm sure he's quite thankful that he can stay in NXT for the it's foreseeable future.
2: On his own, yeah. He was great tonight. He was.
1: Uh, Cameron Grimes, what is this gimmick? It's like uh, a vaudevillian James Storm. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> sure um
1: it's like they mashed him up it's like you're playing creator wrestler I was like I'm gonna take James Storm's vest and yeah. hair and then put a hat from from Simon Gotch on him or something it looks very uh weird
0: uh, was, he's it, a country boy who can survive it, it, <laughs> it was
2: different it got my attention
1: yeah he's not bad I just I just the gimmick I think the name this Cameron Grimes is in Oni Lorcan territory
2: Horny's horrible. That is horny. Or,
1: yeah. Did you just call him horny. Horny. <laughs> horny Larkin. Solid. <laughs> like
2: horny. Okay, so you're a girl, and you go home. Your family, like I met this wonderful guy. He's the best. He's changing my life. Oh, what's his name, honey? His name is Orny. What's his last name? Lorkin. Wait, hang on. So you're, you're gonna be Mrs. Orny Lorkin. Like it doesn't pass any name test. It's a terrible name.
1: But you remember it.
2: Not for the right reasons. And last week I did forget it.
1: Yes. Uh Horny, good name it, it, for a wrestler. It, it, Surprised it, Vince it. never oh,
0: it's uh pulled Olney. that one
1: up. I mean Olney.
0: What is it? Isn't it Olney? Oni. Ohni Lorkin. See uh, I put an L in there. See, That it is
1: forgettable then, That should have been oh, that's a new gimmick if the scandal hadn't happened when H- when Hogan comes back, instead of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Horny Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he's old, he's got some blue this chew. Late. <laughs> does I Hogan that. does Hogan
0: get the mandible claw from uh, the fiend next week when he's on raw?
1: Yeah, what do you think the odds are of that? Better.
0: He better.
1: That that will show you. Mark my words, that will show you if they are pop committed.
2: Listen, will, will they be pop committed, however, to have Hulk Hogan do King Kong Bundy breaks his ribs cell? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the
0: electrocution cell he would do. Devon does it every once in a while, and then and then in, t- in true Hulk Hogan fashion, because Hulk Hulk's always good for like one tweet a month about teasing that he's gonna, brother, they, I'm gonna get back in the ring. And so the Fiend will take the Fiend will take him out, and then he'll be Hogan will be Twitter booking a WrestleMania payday against the Fiend for the next eight <laughs> yes. months. But yeah. I'm
1: going over. I'm not doing the brother, job for anyone. Brother, wait
0: until I get those vitamins and me. I <laughs> a little Macho Man there. Actually, hang on. <laughs>
2: I don't know. People are starting to talk about this match.
0: I want to see, you know, yeah, the, right. the retirement versus the Fiend. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what he does. He always like leaves it open. Into that he's got one more in him. It's like, dude, you've had four hips. Like you've had yeah. four hip replacements.
1: Yeah, this needs to happen. The Fiend needs to take out Hogan and Flair.
0: Flair's game,
2: you know he is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm tuning in for that monday night on raw uh kushida and his mystery tag team partners versus imperium tonight mystery tag team partners Brazongo, tyler breeze and fandango coming out to uh surprisingly good pop
2: yeah i like that yeah i like both those talents um i was i was happy to see them and we got our british wrestlers i i got to see uh you know imperial i like i
0: like them just yeah, was, uh, just was textbook tag team wrestling. Cut the ring in half. That spot they did when uh, I forget which one was going for it. I think it was Breeze. Breeze was going for the hot tag, and then the other two guys came around and pulled Fandango and, uh, and Crusader. All I mean, it was so perfectly timed. It was yeah. just a great, great match. It was really good. It's really yeah, it was,
2: good. It's the time. It always does. You know, it. It was such a good match. Like you see, Hidenel had a great tag psychology.
1: How uh blessed is Alexander Wolfe? In oh
2: my god, he's a guy like Nine Lives.
1: Yeah, flounders around in NXT developmental, starts Sanity, uh-huh. uh, that goes up to the main roster, gets completely screwed over, sent back down to NXT, and what? Within the span of six months, Imperium is getting so,
0: major matches. So, so, so he he gets an out. Nikki Cross has an out. Killian Dane has an out. Where the hell's Eric Young? Let's go with EY.
1: Yeah,
0: the most talented of that group. Sorry, he is.
1: And that's, you know, he's still on the main roster, correct?
2: Yeah, because he's he's so good. Eric can get anybody over. He's so good. Talk about another guy who's
0: pretty funny, if you let him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. He's hilarious.
1: Yeah. I'm just waiting. Kushida and Brazongo. I need some backstage vignettes. Uh, I want the fashion police to talk about his Marty McFly costume. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just this this pairing could be gold.
2: I, yeah i was excited to see those two come out i really really was and that's another reason why I, this the, the psychology in this tag was textbook you have such great proverbial baby faces in those two um when they sell they're believable you want to see them make a comeback you want to see them make that hot tag so it means even more when they're beating the crap out of them getting heat on them right and then get a little hope spot right And then yeah. not it up from underneath the people they care more and react more because those two mean more to those fans
1: and i like how they built this up with kushida and brazango winning tonight but then walter comes out and uh, Kashida and Walter had the stare down as we yeah. went off the air.
2: Love Walter now. I do. I dig It's going it. to be
1: a hell of a match.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't think – I just will say this much. It will. my opinion, it's not going to be as good as his last match. with What's his name? Um, come on. Another, uh,
1: Tyler Bate? Yeah, or, Tyler. Or, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Him. Yeah. He is so damn good. I don't know what else that guy needs to do. He needs to be on TV. I'm being yeah. so serious. Well, TV every week, not UK NXT either on SmackDown.
1: It'll be interesting to see how they uh, deal with the pairings there. Now, I mean, this is how I feel tonight about this is that I think this B level of tonight was the B level of NXT. I'm more excited. And no disrespect to Velveteen Dream. I'm more excited by what we saw tonight, the talent tonight, than I was last week's show.
2: This is because the talent was a huge step. They literally progressed like you, you call them B talent, right? Or whatnot. But they did. If this is one big onion, right? This is like this is like that. Second layer of the onion, i.e. NXT. Do You know what I mean? That we don't get to see. We get to see like one or two of them each week, usually. We don't get to see an entire show of them. All uh, increase their storylines or angles or character development.
1: Hey, the second layer of the onions where it's at. When I peel an onion, I throw away the first layer because some dirt could have gotten in there. I'm all about the second it's layer.
2: Really quick. Onion. To be clear, though, sans Velveteen Dream, though. San- I need to see yes. him every week. I'm perfectly fine seeing him every week.
1: Velveteen's great. Um, so all in all, Justin, tonight, how are you feeling about NXT's prospects going head to head with AEW next week on Wednesday nights?
0: Oh, they, I mean, they're they got a fighting chance. They might beat AEW. They very, very, I mean, they did a million. They did over a million last week for the first one, and that to my to me, they needed to at least hit a million. And my justification was <clears throat> the WWE network has about a million subscribers. So they needed to at least get what the maximum could have been of people watching them on the network, and so we got a one point one million on USA. So that's a great start. Um, you know, I could see. I won't be surprised if this week is slightly down, just because last week had all the hype going into it because it was the first one. This is that middle one. Everybody's waiting for next week for the head to head. So I won't be surprised if it goes if it goes down a little bit. But I don't think anybody should panic if it goes down. No, if it goes down, um, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good show, and 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 again, it's going to be so fun to watch how this goes side by side, and and I still think NXT is holding a few big bullets, whether it's the Kevin Owens, whether it's some other people. I think I think they're still holding a few bullets uh, in the chamber until they need them.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, you're right on that. Really quick, why did they go to the network again tonight? Because uh, suits. suits. They, those, yeah, another another. It's, season. It's the no, I did
1: final suit. episode tonight of yeah. suits.
2: I thought you guys told me last week that was the reason. That's what it was. What was they the was, last? It's like a two part,
0: like a two part finale. They're not doing that versus AEW. I'm hoping. No, no, no. no, no. They're, they're,
1: they I'm gonna argue. I think the ace in the hole that NXT has is these matches. This limited commercial interruption. This is all coming together tonight, building the hype for it with AEW. They almost, I think, announced too many of these matches ahead of time. And some of this is stuff that we've seen before or seen variations of. I'm going to be watching it because it's brand new because it's AEW and I like the talent involved. I like the roster. But the stuff that they've announced, hate to say this, a little more excited for what NXT has announced for next Wednesday versus what AEW is announced.
2: Let's run them down. Tell me who they are. Go.
1: Okay, so for NXT, we've got um, uh, Candice versus Shayna for the NXT women's title. we got Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle. For the Dude. NXT title. And we've got uh, Fish and O'Reilly versus Street Profits for the NXT tag team titles. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, NA- AEW launch episode. Let's look at the card there and what we're going to have. There's, on a the mystery, there's, a mis- there's a
0: mystery hook on AEWs because it's who's going to be Jericho's partner. Partner is uh, one of the hooks. Uh, AEW. AEW's tag is already better right off the bat.
1: Yeah. And we're going to have uh, some other things happening. Uh, the tag team t- tournament officially starts next week, correct?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. I'm trying to find the launch episode lineup. Somebody has this AEW Dynamite. There we go. Mm-hmm. Apologize, folks. I'm trying to find. Uh... Okay, so who's Cody facing next week?
2: Not somebody that's bigger than those matches you just said
1: yeah
2: what's his name the dude who wears panda well what, oh well, it's tammy well. yeah that's not bigger than those two match singles matches you just said and i'm even throwing in that girls match
1: he does have a panda on his head
2: it'll be a great match i don't think it's gonna draw us in more emotionally
0: than well so those matches you just said while Glenn looks for the full thing, because I won't be on next Wednesday night with you guys, yeah. so I won't be able to debate with this. let's just make a little outside prediction right now. What what gets more What gets more number of viewers? Is that NXT or AEW? AEW. Yeah? Next week? Uh,
1: we're going to have Pac versus Hangman.
2: That'll be... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Between that and the other singles match you just said on NXT, Glenn, Adam Cole versus Naparello. Pac versus him.
1: I think Pac versus Hangman will be a better match, but man, I kind of want to see Adam Cole lose that title.
0: See? See, I'm more intrigued by Riddle and Cole because it means something. It's for a title.
2: Stakes. And that's the advantage the more established brand has.
1: AEW Women's Championship. Nala Rose versus Rio.
2: I I don't get this. I, I, I I don't get the Rio stuff. I don't. No one's going to care about her. That's my two cents.
1: I don't think they built Rio convincingly at all. No, nobody cares about her.
2: They care about, like, every other girl on that roster, I would argue, way more. Rip Baker being one of them.
1: MJF versus Brandon Cutler.
2: It's an uneven match, but we get to see MJF hopefully cut, like, a world-beater promo before his match.
1: Yeah. Uh, Moxley's going to appear, though uh, there's potential for surprises. That's the um, thing, yeah.
0: We don't even know what we don't even know what other cats in the bag they have.
1: But yeah. that's the difference between us though, where I mean, look, we're watching AEW no matter what. It's the first one, it's historic. We're in, right? We've liked the pay per views yeah. and shows they've done. But I'm saying from the casual fan, just looking at cards, I'm thinking, hmm, you know. Yeah. Maybe I'm. Maybe this is a flip, or maybe this is a flip back and forth, or watch two at the same time. So, here's, and,
2: what, here's what happens with mainstream fans though, Glenn. They don't look at the card. They watch yeah. the commercial that shows the quick glimpses of Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, uh, Rhodes. Um, I'm in. You know, I know those guys. I'm, I'm going to go watch that.
1: Yeah.
2: NXT, if they were to do the same thing, average fan don't know who any of those guys are. The average um, fan, guys that don't watch wrestling anymore. I'm going to be clear.
1: Yeah, I, I think both are going to be great. I think AEW, uh, I'm curious to see what they're going to do, but I think NXT tonight called their shot, and that sounds like a pretty darn good card next week. Yeah. My recommendation for wrestling fans, figure out a way to watch both, figure out a way to flip yeah. back and forth.
2: This is just like Night and Raw. I hate to say that. I know it's overblown out of proportion, but it's the same dilemma as far as which show you keep it on and then switching com- during commercial breaks to the other show. I'll be honest, guys, I used to have it on Nitro, and I would only go to Raw during commercial break on Nitro.
1: Although, I have to say, with all the championship matches next week, I think that AEW I will be more invested in. I think I will pay attention to what NXT is doing in those matches, but in AEW, I want to see how the promos are going to look. I want to see what talent they're going to showcase that they haven't announced. But the week after, when NXT has a clean slate and potentially some new champs, that's where I feel the real test is going to come. I like they're championship gonna, matches. They're have a
2: big drop. Uh, yeah, they're going to have a very big drop in that second week, and they need to be ready for it and not, ch- you know, what I mean, not change anything because of it. It's just going to take time.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. So as we said uh, last night, AEW. If you're on the West Coast, get the. Uh, uh, oh, actually, what did they say about that? So TNT on cable is going to be showing it. If you're outside of the U.S., fight. Was that what Tony Khan announced today? That fight you're going to be able to watch it on Fight for like a 4.99 monthly subscription for AEW. That's
2: a good deal. All right, we're we'll to see. Sure.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah, he did say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with uh, NXT, of course, it's going to be on USA, uh, not on the WWE network anymore. So it's going to be interesting. The training wheels are off. The mystery partners for uh, Jericho, I think, is an interesting draw. Who do you think LAX. Jericho is going to get? Elias. It- Elias. Isn't it supposed to be then? I mean, it seems to make sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're looking at who's available, I mean, when they when they announced this like back early in the summer, and the fact that it's, uh, it's against the Bucks, I was like, man, the revival would be such a killer surprise. if they had like that like ongoing feud with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I, supposedly that now, supposedly the revival has not signed yet a new contract with WWE. But I don't know when the current WWE. I don't think they could pull a Lex Luger. I don't think their contract runs up on. Tuesday or anything like that, but I don't know. Yeah, LAX is probably the most realistic. Yeah. I, I, d- I doubt AEW. I yeah, especially yeah, AEW is not bringing in Enzo and Cass or anything. Well, not like that. now, unless yeah, it's man. all an
1: elaborate work. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Uh. Justin LaBar, any other wrestling news that we should cover here before Matt Morgan can go and enjoy some uh, much needed rest?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So they all kind of segue real quick. So Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, he is a common theme in the news tonight. Uh, So Austin on his podcast, Steve Austin Show on Podcast One. Uh, In the context, I won't go through the whole quote. You can go on to Wrestling Inc. and read the whole transcription. But basically in the context, Steve was just talking about how You know He's been back around WWE quite a bit lately. He was in Tampa for the Raw reunion. Then he was in Madison Square Garden just recently where he he was on Raw. And he's talking about how all the guys come up to him, say how good of shape he looks, this and that. Oh, you got another match in you, right? And basically, Stone Cold said, yeah, in theory, I feel pretty good. I probably could do one more match. So that's always a headline whenever – if Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to say on his podcast, yeah, I feel pretty good. I could probably do one more match, especially when you – You could. You know when 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 he's coming back. When we got these Saudi Arabia shows, yeah, Saudi money, money. money's yeah. being flown around. You got competition now. Well, good man. Easily, you
2: yeah. can go back and do another match. You work around. You can absolutely work around what he needs to work around if he still even needs to. I don't know what his
0: next situation is. So interestingly enough, as that comes out from his podcast, right. WWE on the Fox Twitter account has revealed. Guess who else is now going to be at Friday's SmackDown on Fox premiere? Huh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, uh, not saying that things are connected; they could have just been merely coincidental. But it's obviously, again, you know, you're going to get a buzz when you have Austin talking about how he feels like he could. And finally, speaking of SmackDown, uh, the viewership viewership numbers came out for the final SmackDown on the USA Network era, and it? good news for the Blue Brand—they did go up from the week <laughs> prior. Well, where did they go up? Uh, so this past week did uh, it wasn't was it was small, but it was it was up. Uh, this past uh, yesterday did 2.099 million, and that is up from the week prior that did 2.064 million. So slight, but the, again, that's the direction you want to go in. So they're going in mm-hmm. two million viewers is what they're uh, leaving USA. We'll see what they can wrangle on October fourth on Fox.
1: Interesting article in Adweek saying that if WWE pulls the same numbers on Fox that they did on USA, it'll be a disappointment. If
0: they only get two, if they only get like two. Yeah. I guess Fox is in way more homes, right?
1: Yeah, and Progressive is going to be the presenting sponsor of the first SmackDown on Fox.
0: Here's the one thing that people aren't taking into account for Fox. What's that? Nothing. What does that have to do with them getting a rating?
1: Well, no, it's interesting that they have have a presenting sponsor with Progressive Insurance. I think it's – for me, as someone who – we watch these things live and we have to sit through all the commercials. I'm very curious if Fox is going to do a better job selling – wrestling than usa has because i don't know if you've noticed this matt usa not exactly pulling the top level sponsors on i I fast forward so no i don't oh Oh, that's right because you were able to do that i can't do that on direct tv now so as someone who's vegan i know a lot about what's going on with popeye's chicken week in and week out in sonic because i sit through those commercials every monday and tuesday
0: well fox is going to be forced to do a better job to sell better commercials in usa because fox is paying a billion dollars in the next five years they need to get that money back yes sir um it was like oh one thing nobody's talking about this whole smack everybody's we're, you know we're all excited oh they're going to Fox and the mainstream attention and blah 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 blah, blah. they're going while well, it's going to be live so yeah it needs to be live in this day and age they're going to Friday nights that's like one of the worst nights to be on television so like, let's let's keep that in mind
2: yes it's not an easy sell no. people like to go out to go out do things on the weekend God forbid
1: but wrestling fans I mean I think people it's a like little bit of a different breed.
2: Is that what you're calling him, Glenn?
1: No, I'm just Nerd saying. juice. One, okay, one, if you're a wrestling fan, you put things on hold. You, I mean, Matt, look, you get home on Mondays, you've got city business to conduct, and you find a way to watch wrestling live on Monday nights. Wrestling fans will always find Ooh, a yeah, way. But Matt's also, getting, get Matt, Matt's also getting paid to be here. You get paid for this? <laughs> i gotta call raj
2: but, but this is this is a very good point i would not watch the, i'm not trying to be a jerk i would not watch <laughs> these shows there's no way in hell i'd watch AEW and i'd watch nxt okay, i'd even well, watch nxt uk how about that oh, but i would go. not watch raw and smackdown every single week unless one of my boys said hey watch this for me or i hear aj's champion or joe's champion or you know a friend he's doing really well
1: yeah I think wrestling fans will find a way. I think that the 18 to 34 demographic they're trying to reach with men and teenage boys, mm-hmm. uh, teenage boys that watch wrestling aren't necessarily going out on Friday nights. I think it's more of a, like, hey, you come over to my house. We're going to order some pizzas and uh, watch some movies. At least it's what we did in our day.
2: We should do that. Yeah, same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think it kind of works. And remember, to, again, play the nerd card, Fox Fridays were also the nights of, like, Dollhouse, The X-Files, Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles. Fox puts nerd shit on Friday nights because nerds stay home and watch this.
2: Show. Those were some buster ass shows you just named,
1: though. Terminator? Terminator was awesome, dude.
2: Sarah, I never watched a single episode.
1: Really? A- it was really good. It had a female Terminator. Brian Austin Green was in it and surprisingly kind of badass. Oh, How do you recommend that show? God.
2: What was I doing? I was out trying to convince my wife that I actually love to have her out at a dinner and trying to give her a good time.
1: Uh my wife and I watched Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles together on Friday nights.
2: Mrs. R I apologize. <laughs> we here <laughs> wrestling equal will, will, will want to apologize <laughs> on behalf of Glenn and his non-caring of you.
0: <laughs> apologize and to your watch wife. The stuff that he wants to watch. Look, I think with the amount of, I think I think all three of us have, sp- have seen each other more in nighttime than we've seen our wives the last 3 days. I think we all need to apologize to each other's wives. No question true. <laughs> i've i've spent 11 o'clock at night with all with you two all yeah. week yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when we get done here my wife's asleep so it's, yeah.
1: okay before someone ruins it for me i gotta go because i gotta watch the mask singer uh which i missed tonight live oh, shut up for this Masked singer it's the stupidest show it's ridiculous seriously like if you can't watch it live because of wrestling matt have you seen the show No. if people are in these crazy costumes and they sing and you don't know who they are. They give you clues. So in the last season, like T Pain uh, won, but like Gladys Knight, uh, Donny Osmond, did Joey which,
2: Fatone do one.
1: Joey Fatone was in it last season.
2: I did see that. That yeah. is a pretty cool concept.
1: It's ridiculous, but it's so much fun to watch. And, how do they? Uh, how do they keep it under wraps with, with the live crowd? They have the celebrities when they're there are wearing like shield masks. Right, but signs how do they keep? They don't but, talk but, to me.
0: Yeah, but when but when each episode they reveal, uh, they, uh, a different person. Limited takes the mask,
1: audience during the reveal.
0: They make the audience, like, sound like an NDA? They're
1: all under NDAs.
0: Nice. Oh, my God. Huh. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's crazy. It's a batshit crazy show. But, again, in the spirit of wrestling, it's all spectacle. And, like, Jenny McCarthy making the stupidest guesses as who's under the mask. <laughs> Including last year uh, guessing that T-Pain was Barack Obama singing as a fuzzy monster singing Sam Smith songs on uh, Fox TV. Anyhow, Matt Morgan, anything to plug?
2: Does this guy know how to party or what? No. Um, no. <laughs>
0: It was Algonquin for (laughs) the good land.
1: (laughs) Okay, uh, go to Justin Labar's thing. Everyone tweet Justin Labar for your cocktail suggestions for his AEW watch party next week. Yep.
0: uh, $7 Captain Morgan pitchers, $7 Smirnoff pitchers, $2.50, domestic bottles, 1311 bar, next Wednesday night in the south side of Pittsburgh. It'll be a great time. Pocket Middleton. Be there, be there, be
1: there, be there. Be okay. There. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein, where you can hear the mashup I posted of Ghostbusters and Soulfinger. Uh, Adam Carolla retweeted it. Uh, check that out and follow me? me for uh, Adam Carolla. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> we'll catch you back here next week. Thank you guys for hanging with us three nights of podcasts. We'll be back here next week, uh, Monday night, to talk about the season premiere of Monday Night Raw on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. <laughs> Did he really retweet it? He did. (laughs)